All right, Justin and I are here, and we just finished playing our second adventure tonight of the heist, George's version. <laughs> Again, I can't stress enough how much I'm changing. <laughs> how much did change? Uh, um, I assume that was meant to be linear. Uh, yes, that was, okay, so just to recap uh, for those, uh, for the rest of the crew, in case you forget, we're, we switch between... Um, this warehouse that we're about to enter and the actual port where we left off last week where Volo um, goes up to you guys and asks you guys um, to help him on a mission. And so my idea, my whole idea was I didn't want to start at the bar or at the table talking through all the details of the adventure and then you guys go off and an hour later... <laughs> You kind of engage with the place and then get into a battle and then we spend an hour battling. And then it's so, it's so the, the duality of it. Not that I find that boring. Actually, sometimes it's really fun. But in this case, I just wanted to change it up. Mm -hmm. It worked well. Um, it was a little confusing. Okay. At, at, at like jumping back and forth, I think people were a little... Uh, a little jarred by that first transition could have been Explain, maybe? Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. You know what I mean. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. But after we figured out what was going on, it was awesome. Like, it was nice to break up the investigation with the with combat, because too much of either one can be... Like, you can lose people. Yeah. Some people, people who like investigation like investigation. People who like combat like combat. And it was nice to, to jump back and forth so everyone stayed... Uh, more engaged. It was, it, you did it well. So my first scene, uh, um, to do the recap, my first scene was you guys are standing in front of a door <laughs> in uh, like what seems to be a warehouse and you're all, you have the sensation that it's your support. A back door. A back door, by the way. <laughs> uh, That's the, all good doors are. Oh, uh, the beauty of it. Uh, what Was it you? Yeah, you wrote like a crit 20 or something, right? And I was like, I'm going to tell you the best thing that is going <laughs> to blow your mind. No, it was my passive, passive perception. You're like, you have a feeling you're at a, at a back door. You have a feeling that you're at a back door. And uh, it's a it's kind of inside joke thing, but um, um, we always look for back doors in any buildings we enter. And sometimes that leads us to... Wait, what is this week? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it leads us to do an adventure backwards. <laughs> Um, so you're at this and so, okay, I, I, the transition to where we last left off was a little bit, uh, weird, but, um, you, you, you are in a cross position, which I wanted to show, like kind of put the sense of you're supposed to be silent. You're sneaking up on that. Uh, what was your kind of first like, uh, thought about, uh, the door and, and breaking through the door and everything like that? I, I actually thought that you were legitimately because um, because we didn't have a whole lot of context as to was this was this a stealth thing was it a friendly knock on the door was it someone's house um, I actually legitimately thought you were messing with us and the door was actually going to be straight up unlocked and we were just yeah. supposed to walk right in yeah and I'm like, I'm like, these guys are running at this door. Has anyone actually tried the door handle? So Brian uh, immediately jumps to action and tries to uh, lockpick it. Um, um, 
and then you uh, and then <laughs> Scott tries to smash through it. <laughs> Charges at it, bounces and, right off, and bounces right off. And I made it like 50-50. I mean, he's a half orc, right? He can get through this yeah. door. And then you uh, you kind of uh, uh, just toggle the, the the knob there, and it kind of just swings open, and it's into this warehouse with um, because you kind of made a big noise. Nobody was surprised that you were coming in through that door. Shocking. But, someone with a half-orc charging at your door, you're not surprised. <laughs> you, you weren't surprised. Nobody was surprised. And we'll lay ahead inside of... Uh, um, um, Costa's character kind of goes in and starts getting attacked. And so here's my question, right? Like, he starts getting attacked and then everybody follows in. Mm-hmm. Which surprised me because there's you're walking through a door where people are shooting at. <laughs> Obviously. At the door. You go typically the other way, but not this crew. <laughs> so so I was actually debating that for my character. So Gan, one of Gani's things is that he is like completely unflappable. And I've sort of taken that to be like like he would he just walked he walked in the door, he walked into the middle of the room. He's kind of oblivious. Right. And I think we'll play with that later. But um, like that was why I walked in. I, just, I was surprised that nobody else went and looked for windows. Yeah. Right? And nobody... So so there's another door. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, like, you guys would have just turned around to the left, you would have seen that along the warehouse, there was another kind of at the, uh, uh, the L part, another door there. So there would have no. been more than one door. So either one, you kind of would have interacted with the two Kenkus because yep. there's two on that side. Yep. There was two on this side. But when you were trying to get through this side, you didn't surprise them, and then yep. they started. They hid behind some some crates, and you started firing at them. So, so you kind of start engaging with them, and then we switch to uh, the yawning portal, and yep. uh, um, you're there, uh, sitting down with Volo, and you guys begin to interact with them. Mm-hmm. Now you you wrote this little thing in between our adventures. Where Ghani, because you killed the troll, right? He was laying down some flowers for the troll. Yeah, just just laying them to rest. I, I don't know. I, I'm still trying to figure out where the hippie ends um, with Ghani. Um, but uh, I, I, I want him to be a little more, um, like, good or evil, show your enemies respect kind of thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... And, and that should be done regardless of what else is going on. So it wasn't disrespect towards Volo. I wasn't trying to show disrespect towards Volo as much as it was... Respect, yeah, for the dead. Respect mm. to the... Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I get it. I love it. I love it. And, and so I, I wasn't sure how you would play play off that. Uh, and then you, you, threw da- you threw down the gauntlet with... Is, there's only four people sitting here. I'm like, oh shit, that's me. I forgot about that. Oh shit. Uh, oh, dude, uh, shit. if you're going to add to the story, I'm thinking about this 24-7. That's going to be I integral. Yeah. Completely hip- I had completely forgotten about it. And uh, That's awesome. Yeah. So, so uh, Valo kind of starts to give you some information, and the plan was to give you a little bit of info, and um, I got to organize my notes a little bit better than I had this time because I need more space. Because I, I'm visual, right? So I, if I see everything, it's a little bit easier. I don't like flipping through pages when I'm playing. 
Um, yeah. So, so uh, uh, and it's super easy to forget things. Yeah, it's easy to forget. There's little subtleties that if you remember, you know, and then it, uh, if I get caught up in the moment, you know, sometimes I forget details. I skip people. So I, I got to be a little bit better with that. But it switches back. Uh, um, he shares a little bit with you. And basically what I did was every round when it was over, it would transition to mm -hmm. you getting a little bit more information. I think that was kind of clear and kind of gave some structure yeah. to it. And I, I didn't want to just cut in the middle of somebody's turn and then forget when we come back yeah. and that kind of thing. And uh, we keep switching back and forth, you guys, in this battle, moving across this grid. I set up this webcam with the overhead view of, awesome. of the of, a, of the warehouse with these little mini figures. Um, like I, actually, I actually really liked that for like I, it felt like more of a tabletop experience okay cool you know? cool even though i was controlling it because that was a thing yeah. that i was oh, yeah. more worried about was if i'm controlling it does it still feel the same it more so than a digital map yes okay cool like i i i think that there's you can do there's if you're controlling it there's more i'm moving there no no up one more, no, to the right a little bit more, right? It's like trying to, dis there's more... Mm, Communication over movement? Yeah, but with a, a digital map, you don't get this, like, there's more gravitas with a, with figurines. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it matters more. Yeah. Uh, um, I think you can be kind of a little bit more creative, like, people were jumping on crates, coming down mm -hmm. on people... And they had a better idea of their visual. I know I lost like one uh, Jared's character a little bit in all the communication, um, mm -hmm. but he told me where he thought he was, and so I, I you know, it's just like I'm not going to be a sticker. So question for you, question for you, DM, um, like the you're like you said these squares are about ten feet, um, but then like we we were pretty loosey goosey with with distances. Yeah. Um, and then also like with jumping on crates, um, like rules as written, it's half speed to climb, yeah. climb things or yeah. it's, it takes double movement to go up. So like I could have taken 20 feet to go up a 10 foot crate. Right. Um, but you had us rolling acrobatics checks and just jumping on them and things like that. Like, how do you decide, like how, what's, what's your decision process for things like that okay so my thought is what is your the player's intention mm. with it that's because it's not fun for you all the time if i if you like really want to do this move and it's not crazy he just wants mm -hmm. to jump on a crate you know it's not he's you know when uh when scott asked uh what's the wall made of <laughs> <laughs> it's concrete and you cannot break through it you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't care, Smash. Uh, <laughs> Smash fan. At some point, I want to come back to how well Scott plays Smash. Because <laughs> he is Smash. He, he stays, I think it's, a, I think it's, I don't want to get too derailed, but I think it's a good character for Scott because he gets to play a little bit of a spoiler at yeah, times. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to get, I'm just. I'm going to close this door on this guy. Yeah, let, me, let me tell you about Scott. Scott, if you were holding papers in front of Scott for some reason, let's say you're like picking up paper, uh, your letters because uh, our wives used to be roommates. Um, so he would mm. be at the same house as me or whatever. So let's say she's just checking the mail, right? So she has – Scott will walk by and just slap him off her hand. 
and it would hit the floor in this huge paper mess. And the bigger the stack, the better he felt about smacking it out of your hand. So what you're saying is Scott has chosen to play himself. Yes. That's the beauty of it. This half-orc, like, beast that loves to destroy things. And the thing is, it wasn't in a way that you got mad, right? No. But you're almost stunned because everything you had in your hand of importance is all over the floor. And this guy just goes off on and does his own thing. So, yeah, he's playing He's playing a good character. So um, I, do it, I do it based off what the player is intention. As long as they're not going too far off the rails... Um, you know, like, uh, when, um, Costa wanted to grab the Kenku and mm -hmm. he was ensnared, I felt like it was, instead of trying to grapple him, you know, and I yeah. grab you, no, now you're trying to pull him out of this ensnare that Gani just did, you know, yeah. uh, on it. So I, I, I thought it was a nice move where you're like, yeah, you could try and grapple him, but you, you're actually trying to pull him out. Pull him out. Right. Because you're trying to hold him. Hold him. Uh, yeah. To do it. Um, so, um. The pacing of it was that we were going to flash back at certain points back to this thing. And my decision on that was uh, when I felt like I divulged a good piece of information and or things got like, you know, there's always that lull, you know, where like nobody wants to speak up. <laughs> you kind of, oh, that para uh, paralysis kind of thing yeah. where, where all of a sudden it's like, no, I thought, you know. Uh, Smash always talks during the scenarios and, and, and stuff like that. So Volo uh, shares everything that he's uh, needing of you, um, uh, which I, I will point out that uh, he offered you 10 gold pieces each. And then uh, true to Dervish's character that I'm finding out more and more about, uh, he tried to bet him to uh, quadruple it. Uh, I'm not going to... I'm not... <laughs> necessarily uh saying this to uh shoot myself in the foot but you doubled you we were only supposed to get 20 per person based on his bet 20 oh duh because it was what was it wait sorry. it was the deal was double it for over 15 quadruple it for a natural 20 and you oh, went you're like oh, oh, oh no i'm quadrupling it now so so he, bolo is not a gambler hmm no uh, let me just tell you that in this situation, Bolo still wins. <laughs> I was actually curious how high you <laughs> Oh, I wanted you guys. Come on, it's me you're playing with. I know. I, I the bartering. Like, I love it when, when Scott was like, what are you going to pay us? Because he's like, thank you guys for uh, going to find Floon, you know? And, and like, some of you are, like, getting up. Like, all right, we're going. Because that's the adventure. But there's a little bit more to that. <laughs> Um, I, I seem to remember us in in a, an adventure with Dylan where he, where we ended up with less. We yes. somehow negotiated down. <laughs> yeah, it got negotiated down because because that character wasn't having it. <laughs> no, was not having it. Out of curiosity, how high could we have gone? Um, uh, you could have gone to a hundred GP each. I know. Motherfucker. When you hear this, and you can't go back to it now. Integrity of the game. So so when I said like I had this big smirk the whole entire time and I was hoping that came off on I the knew screen. It. I knew it. <laughs> I, I was saw like, you I, uh, I saw you grinning. I, when he said I lost, I'm like, oh, I lost. I'm um, 40 GP each. Um, um, and so uh, again, we flip back and forth. 
um, Volo gives you the adventure, then uh, we fight some more, then um, he gives you a couple pieces. He tells you to go to the Skewer Dragon, and on your way there, you encounter this weird shop. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a weird shop. How weird did it sound? Because it sounds weird to me reading. I was so obviously I was expecting something differently, different than what it was, mm-hmm. because I immediately went and did the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was, I was. It was, it was obvious that we should do something that we were supposed to do something there, and it was. Did you say to all of us that there was a tattoo, or did you just say that to Brian privately? No, no, everybody. Yeah, it was. It was uh, a conversation that we're having openly. I missed that part because yeah. nobody said. I mean, nobody asked about the fucking tattoo. Yeah, till later. I, I, see, I feel like that was no, the no. Point. They did. I had a conversation with uh, Elo over it, Jared's character. No, you had a conversation with me about the tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, with you, sorry, about the... You, had a conversation. Everyone, you said, there's a tattoo, you seem to recognize it. People are like, Volo? <laughs> I'm like, Volo didn't Yes, 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 you're right. Oh my god, I forgot that And they kept, they kept asking you about Volo. So you're like, waiting for this spell of yours to freaking finish, uh, which I, 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 I felt bad because I almost knew, I mean, there's something that you do pick up from it, but it's almost like insignificant almost, you know? It's, yeah. I thought I was I so I thought when we walked in that it was going to be like a a weird trinket shop mm-hmm. where it's it's a shop full of random trinkets and there's like one super epic thing and everything else is pretty much garbage. Ah, yeah. And I was going to find that like, thing. Find that one thing. <laughs> That's so interesting. No, didn't even cross my mind. This is a trinket shop. Uh, really, you were meant to get. He was going to give you information, and then depending on. So I kind of changed this a little bit, but. He's infatuated with purple. So oh, de- depending on... Yeah, purple shot. So depending on if characters start giving him purple items, he mm. will become much more talkative for a short time. Mm. Uh, that was an improv thing uh, that just happened. Uh, this actually wasn't even one of my favorite characters in the plot, but man, he became awesome. It was great. He was, played him so well. Ah, oh, he was so good. He's smoking his pipe, his blue uh, blue puff. He would get crazy um, uh, talking about purple things. Uh, he would rant sometimes. Um, you, you had him. You had him pitch perfect. It was great. Yeah. Uh, um, and it was I, super frustrating to not be able to join in because, like, I can make purple on a whim. <laughs> so, so they got to ask any question they wanted. <laughs> Do you know Polo? No, no, but um, but I think what's good about these things that we're doing in these first campaigns, that's the thing we're feeling out each other where we can press the buttons, and if we no wonder people get on long campaigns and really enjoy it because man, by the end you are like wielding, you know your character, you're asking questions, your the plot moves forward. So I got to keep that in mind with pacing. Like, I'm definitely taking a little... This time was a slowed up version of last time. You know, uh, slightly slowed up because I wanted to play with that switching plots, um, uh, points and whatever. But So uh, he finally divulges that um, uh, he knows Flume, uh, the right Flume, because there's several Flumes around. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, not you. Not Not you. you. Not you. Blackmore. No, no. 
Not you. Not you. Oh, I love the whole uh, when you Floon and then Blackmore, you're like, there he is, Floon and Blackmore. Floon and Blackmore. <laughs> that was so cute. That was such a sweet thing that that uh, Gandhi would do, you know? Uh, I got to tell you, seeing everybody's faces when uh, you're talking as Gandhi, taking your actions as Gandhi, is nothing but smiles. They have a, a really, this guy brings a lot of joy. <laughs> Oh, just wait, just wait, till, just wait till my next character. I've already, I've already, it's so different. Um, so, uh, then we go to, um, um, he gives, he divulges some information, Floon's been taken, and you're kind of learning a little bit more about the, the world at large. So what, what are some of the things you picked up from your conversation with him? So it sounds like, okay, so here's what I figured out so far. From Volo, there's tension in the town. From... Um, Kranz and, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, Yegra, um, there's, like, there's two groups that are specifically fighting, the My People and You Black, Black Coats, mm-hmm. and then, um, from, um, Higby, we learn that the Black Coats are Zentarum and the other one, the My People are followers of Xanathar. Yeah. And clearly they are just, like at war over what we don't know but it seems to also be spilling out into the larger town mm-hmm. um, now I know very little about Xanathar and I know nothing about Zentara so Xanathar is uh, the big beholder thing um, and he's a right, guild so- master he's a thug he's the grimy grimy thug of the of the of the water deep so okay is Xanathar a beholder yeah or he's is a he- beholder no. So like he's got like the many eyes like yeah. aberration. Yeah. He is a beholder. Yeah. yeah. He's the, okay. the uh, Xanathar's monster guide. You know, like Xanathar's. Yeah. That's him. Xanathar's guide to everything. Yeah, guide to everything. Nope. It, so they're just like a they're they are a mob, right? They are. Yeah, a it's a guild. Syndicate. His his gang, his mob. Yeah, his guild. Okay. Uh, they're referred to more as guilds, but yeah. And and is it is it religious in some way? Um, I don't think. Uh, you know, I haven't delved uh, into the the beliefs too much yet, but I, I will find out a little bit more about them here and shortly. So, basically, we have two guilds at war. Right. Right? That's it? That, that, that's so, it. that's what we figured out so far. That's what so you we, figured out so far. I think that's fair enough to say there's something going on. And and if we are to believe Yegra, Krenz are the, uh, the black... Coats are the ones who are being more aggressive because they're killing her people. Um, or am so, I reading too far? Into no, Yegra had the dragon and wing tattoo. Uh, the 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 snake uh, wing. The wing snake. snake yeah. So she's so, part of the Zentarum. Right, and she said, "You're killing my people." Yeah. So, am I to believe that the black coats are the more aggressive side of this? No, so the Zentarum are the black coats. Oh, sorry, 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 yeah, yeah. That the, no. the, the skinheads and the, the, the arrowheads right. are the more aggressive, yeah. Xanathar okay. is more aggressive, yeah. Okay. Uh, right, uh, right, right, right. I mean, it's a war, you know, it's like they're both right. aggressive. But you can see, you can get that feeling. I think that's fair to say at this point in time. Um, um, then uh, we get into the battle. You guys are killing these avian creatures. Destroying them. Destroying them. I don't like, think anyone took any damage. No, 
Yeah, it was incredible, and I uh, I even double checked, like making sure I was keeping track of the people correctly. <laughs> but uh, no, you guys, they were just failing on their on their attacks. Oh, you know what it was? It was the snare. The the, the snare, yeah. Yeah, that there was one more level of uh, obstacle course really does hinder you as a, a, a character. I should I should really look into whether or so it's a twenty foot square. Mm-hmm. I, I really should look into whether or not when we enter that space, I assume it ensnares us as well. Oh, that's a good uh, point. Maybe uh, I don't know. I'd have to, I'm going to have to look into it. But yeah, I mean, I have a feeling that Ghani's entire thing is going to be background uh, support and battlefield control. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think that's a cool character to have. I mean, you know, you get... In, the, in this case, it was useful. It, it, <laughs> it destroyed them. Yeah, basically uh, killed them. So you guys tear through these guys, and um, you find out the information from the um, from the uh, Zo- uh, Higby Higby of the Zoblob shop, who who loves purple things and wanted to tell you his story about uh, being a gnome and 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 he just wanted to sell them. He didn't really want to sell them. I love how you've already gone back into <laughs> okay so. So let's talk about this. Doing accents, I'm not great at them, but man, if you change your body position to the character, wow. I don't know yeah. if I heard that somewhere or just kind of like it's intuitive, but when I get into Higby, you know, and then Volo is like more like a little uppity, like kind of like, is your total friend going to join us? You know, yeah. and, and he talks like that. And then uh, you guys met Rainer, who's a little bit like just kind of like uh, gritty, you know, um, um, <laughs> doing the wrist thing. He's going to be doing that wrist thing the whole time because he was tied up. <laughs> and so he's going to be doing that wrist thing the whole time. Um, um, you guys uh, punch through. And so then this one character uh, starts to run up the stairs because there's a second level to the, to the warehouse, which really, uh, just to say it, it, it mimics the first level, except there's yeah. windows. And um, it looks like he's going to get killed <laughs> because yeah. he's ensnared by you. And then um, Costa's character tries to drag him down to question him, which is the yeah. right thing to do. <laughs> yeah. If there's one left and he's running away, um, yeah. I wanted to – I if it went down that path where you guys got him and, and started interrogating – it was going to be real annoying because they. I, I am Brian. Brian, when Brian mentioned that he's just going to repeat everything back to us, I'm like, oh shit. George is going to. George is going to have a field day with it. So, and I was having a field day. I wish I could have done a little bit more to get really on the annoying side, so you guys would want to kill them a little bit more. But, um, but I did. I did find uh, that that was funny. I think it was just enough for right now, you know. Oh, not, it was perfect. Not, not to add another level, and then um, so you guys um, um, kill that. Try to grab this this character. So actually, Costa's character pulls him out of the thing. So does his work for him? Because I don't know uh, how. The- no, he rolled. He, he rolled a six. And then the then you rolled a natural twenty. Natural twenty. So yeah. so he he gets out, which is exactly what he wanted to do. And then as a really really great thing, because it's a natural twenty, he does the epic thing that had mm-hmm. me. When I saw the GIF come up on Slack, I was just dying because it's how I envisioned it. He just he books it and just dives through a window. So that's all you guys hear. 
you pretty much lost him, and now we're out of combat, and people start to investigate. People start to investigate. Yeah, and and smash it. This is I I love I love Smash. On one hand, he is an uh, a half orc who wants to break things, and Scott plays him that way. But he also has the highest intelligence of anyone in our party. Like that man is it, it's it's terrifying to think that he is our smart man. <laughs> So, so I told Scott, because uh, obviously we had the scheduling change. I'm like, I need Smash in this adventure. <laughs> I think I think one other person um, has, I think Elo is, is close, is the same as him. But um, on, where is it? There was something... Maybe Elo is our better guy. Maybe Elo is our primary investigator. Mm. So that's interesting. I wonder if uh, uh, Jad uh, chooses to to use that more in the yeah. future. So uh, the the bird uh, flies out. A smash here or something as he's literally smashing through things. He finds this guy bound underneath the staircase, and um, he identifies himself as Rainer. We uh, doesn't. No, he's like, I'm not Floon. Okay, smash the door yeah, right yeah, so back in your face. <laughs> That's right. And so, <laughs> in, in meta fashion, I'm like, okay, cool. So this is not important to the plot whatsoever. <laughs> because you guys are capable of just walking out of that warehouse without... Okay, so, for, as a DM, if we had killed the last Kenku and ignored or not found Rainer. Like, what do you do? Oh, um... Where do we go next? You know, if you kill the last Kinku, and, uh... I think you still, guys, just by your nature, you're gonna start investigating around the warehouse, uh, look for loot and clues. So, I think that you would have found... So, I think it would have been more difficult that you wouldn't have found Rainer. Um... Um... I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. I would have done something, for sure. I don't so, know what I would have done at that that point in time. Um, maybe you guys find the clues yourself and and go try to find Flu. And Rainer comes into the story at another point in time, but he uh, uh, it it, per it was perfect. Uh, Smash like opened the door again because everybody compelled them to, and then just walked away. <laughs> just said, "I don't care." <laughs> he just got, got the hell out of dodge. And then um, he kind of, uh, uh, you guys start talking to him. He tells him, himself a little bit about uh, uh, who he is. And and uh, he's interested in Floon. So you guys make that connection. He, you're not trying to kill him. Uh, you guys both know Floon. And he wants to um, also find Floon. Because that's his friend, his drinking buddy. Uh, he's kind of insulted that <laughs> Bolo just kind of hired that. five guys to go find Floon. But not Rainer. Who he was probably drinking with the same night. Love it. <laughs> Just completely ignoring him. Which, ah, oh, I'm going to use that. So it's going to be so good. <laughs> um, none of us asked Rainer who the fuck he is. Yeah, that's uh, another interesting thing. These guys are so willing to divulge information. Like, it's not like in the past where we play you? games. Yeah, where we play games and like nobody wants to talk. You know, you know that character. Like, I'm every time I'm hearing, um, uh, you know, like we both listen to the podcasts. Uh, yeah. 
you know, when they meet a character, the character's very, like, standoffish. Very, like, answer. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play opposite of that and see what happens with this character. You know, with a couple of these characters. Yeah. Um, Volo was very forthcoming. Higby, if you gave him the right item. Uh, I, I kind of, I kind of, like, Brian's character, like, hey, you have something purple, and he's willing to give information if you give... And he's like, I want to keep the thing... <laughs> What does he have? A little vial. He he stole. He pickpocketed a little purple vial. Oh, right. Out of out of, and he just didn't want to give it up out of principle. <laughs> I love I'm that. I'm curious what that vial is going to come in handy for. That's that's interesting. So we'll see. I, I want to know more of why. You know, he knew he just couldn't give it up. And um um. And okay. What would have happened if he had given uh, Higby something that Higby knew was his? Higby would not have realized it. He's just so into purple. He's so into purple, and he would have been like, "I have some. I can add it to my collection." You know, he would. Oh, think, I have one just like it. I have one just. You could have. Oh, I also thought you guys might steal things uh, mm. from the shop, and and then you could use that to. Basically, if it was going to be this thing, it's just like you steal something without him looking. You give it to him, and he gets overly excited and gives you information, one bit of information at a time. So I was, you know, I didn't know if that was going to happen. Uh, we didn't talk about this, but. Smash had purple underwear. <laughs> and he was willing to give it up to get information. And nobody I could did. pull the underwear out. <laughs> I, I love that. Also, I, th- there are times where... So I, I, I stopped myself from mentioning... So I, I basically muted myself the entire time during that because I was, I was busy with my quote-unquote ritual yeah. spell. Yeah. Um, or I was quote unquote busy, um, but it, we could have helped each other. Yeah. And and if we so like, I could have just walked over and said I helped Smash take his underwear off, and Smash gets to roll with advantage. Yeah. But yeah, totally. Um, I think we'll get that. Going back to what you said earlier, I think we'll get that with as we play more. Well, that's as, the thing. You guys are not a team yet, really. You know, you're building a team and look, you know, the title of the thing is The Heist, right? Yeah. So, uh, Brian apparently was the only one who took that to heart and got a robe (laughs) that has some some skills whatsoever with heisting. Uh, But uh, uh, I think just in and of itself, you guys have to work and learn more about being a team. It may or may not happen. Um, there may be two characters that are way better working together than others. Like, oh my god, Elo and Dalgrave, these two half-elves. Um, yeah. And they just keep getting entangled over each other in different scenarios. And I really hope that just keeps happening. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to be the most graceful of the bunch. Yes. Mm, not happening. Oh, I'm a fucking turtle. I should be the one who's stumbling. <laughs> um, I actually think it's also partly that that we a lot of us have forgotten the rules. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because we haven't played. Like I don't, I don't. I mean, it's been almost. It's been what at least six months since we played. And I definitely rely heavily um, uh, in different little scenarios with you. And I'm so glad that that you you really you really know your stuff. I, I think you knew your stuff day one <laughs> before we played. <laughs> How much did J- Justin read? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a, I am a rules nerd. What yeah, can I say? Yeah, that's awesome. It, I love it. It will so. get annoying, and I apologize in it, advance. I don't think it's annoying because, like I said, I'm always going to say, me, I'm story first, 
And that's just mm-hmm. how I play my campaigns, you know? Yeah. If you're going to come into me, it's going to be a story. It's going to be a good time. And um, uh, we can have fun in many different ways. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to do all this work, I think that – and you guys are really going to enjoy it because the work is worth it. There's some things coming up, man, that are just going to be <laughs> awesome. And so I'm getting excited thinking about that, right? Because we're going to take a next level soon. But it's all about – I'm just trying to build a little bit. Yeah. Uh, not take on too, too much. But uh, still just build a little bit. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed where you have uh, gone rules as intended instead of rules of, as written. Mm. Um, and like with the grappling the grappling thing, right? You're like, that. there are rules as written and there are, here's what's going to be more interesting and more fun and here's what I think should happen. And you've just really naturally flowed into that. Yeah. And it's been, it's been great. But because I don't think it breaks it. You know what no. I mean? It doesn't break the whole system if you tweak, no. you know, your house rule for a situation, something that's unique. I don't think it breaks it. I mean, you know, if you do something crazy with a potion that can like heal everybody at the same time, I mean, there may be a potion like that, but but if you 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 know try to create a scenario like that, you break it, then it then it's just like kind of like a, a cheap win. No, you guys are gonna earn it, and you guys have been the fighting. Actually, I think has been pretty good. I mean, you guys have been. Uh, everybody knows how to swing, <laughs> you know. I definitely have noticed we're a little short on range. Yeah. Yep. 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 I am. I am regretting some of my decisions. <laughs> uh, this this kind of highlighted it, not intentionally, but it highlighted. Oh damn! Like if you guys are being shot from afar, uh, Jared, Elo, <laughs> with his bow, his mighty bow. <laughs> Was not if he has a bad night of rolling, you know, like he, yeah. he didn't he didn't. Uh, Wayne was uh, whispering in his ear. Uh, <laughs> that was such a great throwback. Oh, oh, oh the Wayne throwback. Oh, oh god, dude. Oh my god. So we just uh, recap most of this uh, session um, again, just to really finish in this. We talked for forty minutes. I'm having a lot of fun doing oh, this. No shit. Um, uh, he, you know, uh, he kind of runs upstairs because he's like, the Kenku had him. What was that disturbance, you know, that was going on out here? He has more to tell if you guys would ask him more. But, um... <laughs> uh, the Kenku or, or Rainer? Rainer, Rainer. Rainer is going to be an important figure. And I don't think that's a bad thing to say. He's asking you to meet you at the yawning portal, uh, you know, or later today. But um, he runs upstairs and kind of sees the direction that the Kenku ran off to. And uh, it makes a connection in his head. He he feels like he knows where they took Floon. And he also knows he can't just barge into that area alone. So he's going to want some help. And uh, maybe he'll interact with Volo and, and be able to borrow you guys. Maybe he won't. But um, we'll see. We'll see where it goes from there. But go for it. it sounds like it's going to be another uh, 60 gold per person to, have, to help out Rainer. <laughs> that, that, that sounds about right. <laughs> Don't use this meta thing against me. <laughs> <laughs> or try. You're more than welcome. You know, I'll... Oh, I'm, I know you'll shut me down. I'm waiting for the opportunity to just shut that book. <laughs> and be like, look, I had a whole other thing planned tonight. But you guys decided to... Um, Wait, you had a whole other thing planned? No, no, I'm saying, uh, oh, uh, uh, you know, I had a whole other thing. We can close going. this book right now. Yeah, close this book. And go completely off, off the rails. Um... Um, so dude, thank you for, for, uh, sticking by for the, for the recap. A lot of fun. Um, I, my hope is that like this last week, how you guys on your own came up with stories, 
and everybody seems excited. You know, it's not a fake excitement. I think everybody is excited to play a little bit more, find out a little bit more. So I gave just enough more this week that we can discuss and, and talk about things and and uh, figure out. And I took your advice. The one advice you gave me was like, you know, if you leave everything on Cliffhanger, there's nothing that can happen after. I'm doing that, but I'm not giving you like a whole freaking five days to like get armor, <laughs> get yeah. a lot of money and just be like, I'm ready to bulldoze things. No, you got a couple of hours to rest and, and, and regroup and then try some things. I, I, I like that. I like that. So it gives us an opening. Whereas last time it was, Volo has a mission for you. And then, and yeah. Now, now I'm not saying that I won't ever do that, but I think I really like the idea. If you're going to get invested in these characters, you need a little breathing room. And it's just like working out, right? Like you work out sometimes and then you got to rest in between. So um, there'll be opportunities where we're going to be left on the cliffhanger. So, um, I, I, like, I really enjoy the cliffhangers just as much. So, <laughs> Well, Justin, thank you for uh, hanging out with me, man, to thank discuss you, this. We'll talk more over Slack. Have a good one. Later. See you next time.